There we go. Say what's up, Zozo Bozo. Thank you, cup. Oh, yeah, something about a cup. What'd you say? Oh, that's your cup? All right. Welcome, everybody. It's a Daddy No episode number 86, day number 662 of being a stay-at-home father. The kids just got home from my daughter from school. Well, both of them from school. Say what's up, son. Doing the podcast. I want a sandwich, please. You just ate pasta. What are you watching? Okay, thanks. What what movie is this? Wrecking Ralph. Wrecking Ralph. And you like watching Wrecking Ralph? Yeah. Yeah, boy. He's always wrecking things, so he's like you. He's a big wrecking guy. You're wrecking Isaiah? Is that his name, Zozo Bozo? You want cereal now because you ate pasta? Go finish your pasta, Zozo. Go finish your pasta. Uh, just another day in paradise for the children. Uh. Uh, you have to eat your pasta first. If you eat the pasta, then you get cereal. Go eat your cereal. I mean, you go eat your pasta. Yes. Stop telling me no. You keep telling me no for everything, Zozo Bozo. Zoe, what? No, you got to eat that pasta. There's just a little bit left, and you get a cupcake. Remember? Yeah, those, we got these little cupcakes from her birthday. It's her birthday, and then it was my wife's birthday. My wife's birthday is today, actually. And so uh, for a broke person, that's very hard. For, Stop what? Let me tell me. Stop. I'll spank your butt. No, I'll spank your butt. She's been talking a lot lately. Back a lot lately. Zoe, not like that. No, no. Be nice. Basically, all the stuff that we tell her, she's telling us right back now. She had to learn from somewhere, right? So I lost Funniest Comic in Texas. Uh, not yesterday, but the week before. And um, I had a good set. I had a good set. And uh, you know you lost when when people who saw you are like, hey, if there was a second place, that would totally be you, which nobody knows that. But that's the, <laughs> that's how you know you lost now. Like, ah, I thought you should have won. Like, hey, the, yeah, that other guy, the other guy. Who, I, I, did, I, did, I did well. I did really good. I did, I'm not going to lie. I did really good. All my punchlines hit. I had a great set. The one guy who won, um, he all his punchlines hit. Uh, and his premises hit. So, uh, yeah, it's, they were laughing at the setup and I was like, damn that. Yeah. He, that guy won it. He won it. And in fact, I knew he won it because when they were about to announce the winner, I went to the bathroom. I was like, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be me. And then, so then they called him and I was like, yep, knew it, knew it. I thought, I thought I was in the running. I was like, I got this. And then I saw him go up and he was just. His premises hit. I don't know how else to say it. His they were laughing at the setup. He didn't even do the punchline. They were laughing at the setup. It's it's the fact that I'm starting to find out that there's that likability factor. You know what I mean? People when they really like you, 
they like you, your your cadence or the person who you are, or you're just a likable person on stage. You can pretty much get away with almost anything that you want to say. But on top of that, you're going to get more laughs because they want to laugh versus when I went up there, it was, uh, I have this thing where I'm like, let's break tension. So I create a lot of tension, usually using, using trigger words, uh, create a lot of tension. And then you break that tension and you get a really good laugh because it's mixed with like, oh, like a relief of tension. Like it's a guttural laugh. It's just nice. I like the way it tastes. That's what I like to make. Okay. It's a beautiful, there's different kinds of laughs and that one feels to me the best where it's like, you don't want to laugh, but you do laugh and you didn't know where I was going with it. And you keep breaking, you keep building tension and breaking and building tension and breaking. But the problem isn't a competition setup. People don't really know like if you if I'm doing like a half an hour, or 20 minutes or something, people get to know a little bit better who you are and where you're going with things versus something that's 10 minutes long. It's uh yeah, it takes a little bit of the first two jokes hit not as hard as I wanted them to hit, but they still they did they hit and they finally figured out my pacing and that they're like, "Oh, this guy's the uh let's make everybody feel awkward and break the tension guy." And you know, people liked it, but I did, I did not win. And I needed that $1,500. I needed that $1,500 for Christmas. I needed it for Christmas. I needed it for my daughter's birthday. I needed it for my wife's birthday. But you know what? Some other stuff worked out. So we're going to be good. We're going to, we'll be, we're going to be all right. No, we'll be fine. So I didn't win that. Um, anyway, that was, that was my long ride back, long ride back from Houston. Uh, I'll say that. But, um, did not win. Oh, well, next time. Right? Huh? Next time. Daughter's birthday was on Saturday. Everybody came over. Not everybody, but people like in her class came over. And uh, I barbecued on my fire pit. People came over and I was like, this is my pit to fire. And I put meat and then you eat meat. Is it good? And they all, they ate it all up. It was delicious. So I felt like a real caveman this weekend. Real, real man's man. Barbecued. For the family and, and the party and everybody liked it. And then the next day, my father-in-law was here and I did, uh, we we cut all the trees, not all the trees, but we cut all the limbs that were going over the house and did three hours of, of, of tree trimming and stuff like that. And I felt like a man because that's the most manual labor I've done pretty much all year. And it's usually because of my back. And I think I'm paying for it now because my lower back hurts and my neck hurts and, uh, I'm not built for manual labor, I, I, I guess, or that's just my body shutting down because I feel 50 or 60 years old already. Speaking of body shutting down, got scared because uh, my cousin, who's like my big brother, had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. He's supposed to get married Saturday. And I get a call from my aunt and she's like, your cousin had a stroke and he's in surgery and he needs a new heart. And I was just like, all completely wrong. He wasn't in surgery. They put a stint in his, in his heart because his right ventricle or something was 100% clogged. So they put that in there. And it was a heart attack, not a stroke. And he doesn't need a new heart. But he's 35 and he weighs less than me. I, I weigh him by 40 pounds. And he runs and lifts weights and he drinks. But other than that, he doesn't, he eats, he eats pretty good. Compared to me, he eats really good. And he's having a heart attack at 35, and he has no kids or nothing. So the kids add a little bit of stress. But that scares the crap out of me. I didn't know we're at that age already. We're at that age. 
We're at that age where I got to watch my cholesterol. I, th- I thought that happens in your 40s. No, no, no. That's when the f- bad effects happen- are supposed to happen to you, at least. But no, it's happened to us in our 30s. I blame genetics. Bad genetics is what that is. My wife's having health problems, too, but she's getting better. Yeah, so uh, she has, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say, ah, who cares, right? Fat liver disease. So I'm always trying to tell them, like, man, you got that fat-ass liver. I like, mm, that's why I married you, that fat-ass liver. She's going to be mad. Happy birthday, sweetie. Love you. Hope you liked your like your gift. She did. I know she did. I got her the brand new Fitbit, which people be like, I can't believe you do that. Are you fat shaming her? Are you trying to get your wife? That's what she wanted, people. And it's amazing. In the middle of the night, she, she wears it all night. And what it'll do is it tracks your, your REM cycle, like how much, how much uh, REM sleep you're getting, light sleep, deep sleep. And then it adds them all up. And then uh, it tells you your heart, of course, your heartbeat all day. But uh, it's a little evasive for me because it tracks you where you're going. Real uh, feels like the government just chipped you, right? But uh, we pay for it instead, and and she enjoys it. So happy birthday, sweetie. Happy birthday. And I was all excited. But I felt horrible because what I did, I went to go get her gift yesterday, actually. And I had these Reese's. I got some Reese's Pieces as a joke gift, a candy cane. And I gave it to her. And I was like, happy birthday, and she took the candy. She was like, oh, thank you, Reese's Pieces. And she turned back around and started doing, she was she was cooking or something uh, for some meeting she was going to. And she really thought that was the gift. Like She was like, yeah, that's, that's the person you are. You're cheap and you're broke. So I would assume that a candy cane or Reese's Pieces that cost you a dollar would be my gift. And I was just like, uh, here's your actual gift. And she was like, oh, my God, like really surprised. She was like, and how much did we did you pay for them? We don't have any money in the bank account. I'm like, hey, hey, I, I got the gift. It's not, why would I take money from our bank account to buy your gift? That's like you buying your gift. That makes no sense. Just put the damn watch on, damn it. So uh, she really enjoyed it. But it made me feel horrible because that's how low the bar is set. That, that she doesn't expect anything from me. What am I doing as a, as a person? Not even as a man or a father, just as a person... To keep a woman that works that hard and is that good of a mother. And I have I don't deserve her. But thank you, sweetie. Love you. Brownie points. Anyway, we're going to go to a nice party tonight. She's probably going to get intoxicated. Not with that fat ass liver. Anyway. And my daughter's back. Isaiah! Come here. Oh! Did you hit your head? Yeah. Well, come here, mama. You're okay. She bumped her head on the bottom of the table. What happened? You hit your head? You want me to cut it off? Okay, I'll cut it off. Ready? Close your eyes. I'm going to cut off the head. It still hurts? Yeah. But you don't have a head no more. I cut it off. That's so horrible. Uh, Everybody's like, you're not a good father. Well, you know what? We know that already. You obviously have not been hearing the podcast Hey, don't, don't, don't write on that. Thank you. Here, you can write on this. You can write on that. You want to sit here on your, on your, on your chair? Yeah. Did you like your birthday? Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah, I like your birthday. Oh, you have fun on your birthday. Good. Here, let me get you this to write on. Isaiah, come here. There you go. Write on that. Come here. My parents keep asking me, what do we get him? 
for Christmas? What are we gonna wait? Uh, what do you want for Christmas? I think we established it before, but for people, family members science who are stuff. science stuff. All right, you heard him, guys. He wants science stuff, so get him that. My parents uh, like to get my kids very loud gifts. Like they bought my my daughter for her birthday a kitchen set, which uh, very chauvinistic family. All right, I mean, geez, would you get my son a kitchen? Anyway, the point is, so I got her a kitchen. It was uh, took me three hours to put together. By the way, I have a construction degree, so that's why it only took me three hours. No, it did, though. It took me three hours to put this little kitchen together because of all the screws and nails and every Not nails, but screws that I had to go through. Ugh. So I put this kitchen together, and it comes with uh, little tiny pots and pans that are actually made out of metal. So real loud, just real loud toys is what they like to do. They buy them. And I think, yeah, the toys they buy, they're very loud. And you guys are already loud. And I just think that's my parents' way of getting back at me and my wife for anything that, that annoys them or that we're not doing that they want us to do. You know what I mean? That they think we should do. So they're like, you know what? Let's get back at them. Let's, let's buy the kids the loudest toys possible. Just, I think it's a very passive-aggressive way of getting back at us. I think that's exactly what my parents are doing. You did that. Keep going. Keep writing. Good job, mamas. Keep writing. Yeah. I know you did that. I know you did that. Good job, Mama. So for those of you who who were wondering, Isaiah wants science stuff. And what do you want for Christmas, Zozobozo? What do you want for Christmas? Pa. Pa? What do you want for Christmas? Christmas. You just want Christmas? All right, good job. Good job, sweetie. I just want Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. We have talked last time, but there was a snowball fight. Uh, when was that? That was Thursday. No, we didn't. Talk, I didn't talk about it on this. It snowed in San Antonio. That was freaking nuts. Like, not, not a little bit of snow. Like, we got to go outside and make a snowman and do a snowball fight. And uh, me and my son, I, he got pretty mad because I hit him pretty hard with one. But it was fun. My daughter, on the other hand, hates snow. We're like, look, snow. And she's like, cool. And then she went outside and she touches it. And then she just started screaming like, ah, like, oh, I forgot. I didn't know this was cold. I hate this. Why are you guys having fun? This is horrible. And my son, without he didn't wear, he wasn't wearing gloves or anything. And we played outside for 30 minutes and he just kept throwing snowballs. He never got tired. And we come inside and his hands were like blue. We're like, you don't feel your hands? He's like, no, I don't feel them at all. I'm like, we, it doesn't hurt. And he's like, no, this feels great. His face was all red because we're not used to the snow. And we're bad parents, so that's exactly what it is. We're just bad parents. I know you did that. Good job. Good job, Zozo Bozo. I know you did that. Yeah. Good job, mamas. I know. Got a pencil. My favorite thing to do is daydream. About saving my family. I don't know why I do that, but it's like how I would save my family. Like my favorite one is somebody barges in the room in the middle of the, not the room, but the house in the middle of the night. And I go and I grab my kids and my wife and I, and I hide them in the closet. And then I go and I grab my shotgun. And the guy comes around the corner and he has his gun and I hit him in the face and I grab his gun and then his, his partners come around the corner. I'm like, and I get them down, right? And I say the whole family. Like I daydream, I daydream about that something that would never, ever happen. Not that, 
I mean, God forbid anybody barge in our house like that. But I meant as far as me saving everybody. Like in the middle of the night, if she's like, Josh, Josh. And, and my wife just wakes me up. I'm like, huh, huh. Like, I'm totally out of it. So I don't know how I would wake up and know exactly what to do. I The only way I think I'd be able to save my family is if, like, I lunged at the burglars and they shot me. And I was like 14 feet away and they just felt bad. Like, he was 14 feet away. What an idiot. Why would he try and get a gun from me? He's 14 feet away. And they just feel bad for my family. Like, you know what? We're not even going to steal anything. Good job, mama. Not even steal anything. You just take your kids, ma'am, and find a real man. Go ahead and find a real man. And uh, you know what? Again, sorry. So, or maybe not sorry because, you know, now you don't have to live with him anymore. Yeah, that's what it says, Isaiah. Yeah. Yeah, draw, draw uh, a Christmas tree. She's going to be like, I just drew this. That's mama. I know that's mama, but draw a Christmas tree and then draw us all around the Christmas tree. How about that? That's These kids, little, that's not attitudes, grandpa. their personalities are really coming out. I know it's grandpa. That's this little girl's obsessed with the grandpa. Grandpa, grandpa this, grandpa that. She loves her grandpa. Do you love your, you love your grandpa? You love Isaiah? You love me? Oh, thank you. He's just so sweet. I asked my son uh, this past week what he we're about to go out. I go, hey, I know, I know. I was like, hey, what do you what do you want to wear? And he turns to me real. He's a creepy kid because he just turns to me and he goes, you, daddy, daddy. Yeah, he said he wanted to wear me. I was just like, what? He's like, yeah, just a picture of you. I want to wear a picture of you. I'm just like, oh, like he's like, of your face. I was like, okay, cool. He goes, and then on top, I'll say missing. I was like, what? And he goes, on the bottom, I'll say dad, missing dad. I miss you, dad. I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, because you're dead. I was like, what? No, he didn't say the last part. <laughs> but, he, but he did say the other things. So I was like, you're, you're kind of creepy. He's like, I'm not creepy. I know, Zozo. I know. Your name is Zoe, and you did that. And I'm very impressed. But you just keep putting an extra line each time going, look, look what I did. I am amazing. I am amazing. I know. I know. I know. That's your grandpa? Yeah. Wait, it says grandpa? Is that what it says? Yeah. I just, I forgot that I don't drink anymore. And then I just realized it's been what? Since August 30th, so September, October, November, December, going on four months, over three months, no drinking alcohol. Definitely over 100 days of not drinking alcohol. And um, I feel good, but not as good as I feel like I should feel. Um, like I lost a little bit of weight and now I've just plateaued. I only lost like five pounds from not drinking. I mean, I'll, maybe I'll lose a little bit more weight from that, but I'm trying to add stuff like. I know. Like my wife, I've been working out with her. But I do my own workouts too. Okay. Okay, mom. You drew spaghetti. Good job. And so I did this new thing. Uh, I'm doing a new challenge. It's called the 10,000 crunches challenge, which you have to do 10,000 crunches in a month. And uh, I don't think I've done 10,000 crunches since I graduated. So I don't know how. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I started it. And uh, that's probably how I messed up my neck. And that's how you know you're probably doing crunches bad when your neck hurts the next day. I'm doing I'm doing neck ups. I'm not doing crunches. I'm just doing neck ups. I'm going to do 10,000 of them and have some huge traps 
or messed up spine, one of the two. So go out there and work hard at your 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 goals is what I'm trying to say. I guess I don't know. I I put icy hot on it to make it feel better. Well, it's not icy hot. It's called something else. I know you. It's like spaghetti. I know. So I put this stuff. I don't. It's not. It's like blue something is what it's called. And now I never. I never thought about this. I forgot because I haven't used that type of icy hot stuff in a long time. But I think it's just. It doesn't work. It does work because your muscles may be sore, right? And then you put it on, and then you don't feel the soreness anymore. Daddy. But the reason you don't feel the soreness is just because it burns so bad. It's like, oh great, yeah. Now I don't feel the soreness. I just feel this fire along my entire back and now i can't touch anything with my hands why because now anything i touch with my hands then becomes fire as well i i can't definitely can't go pee never go pee never go don't rub your eye yeah i know and don't rub your eye that's gonna hurt don't 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 wipe your butt don't wipe your butt with icy hot with it i mean of course even with toilet paper it can go through a little bit and now that's gonna burn that's gonna put it's like putting toothpaste right on your butt so don't do that. Not that I've ever put toothpaste down there. What I'm saying is I don't know if it works. I just know it burns a lot. And that is what's getting your mind off the sore muscle. That's what I think it is. It's like it's like somebody having a headache and then you kick them in the balls and you're like, you feel better? And you're like, oh, my balls. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Not even thinking about that headache anymore, are you? <coughs> Excuse me. I think that's a good analogy. That's what I see how it is. I'm getting kicked in the balls. <coughs> Excuse me, my throat's a little dry. No, is your throat dry too, Zosobozo? Yeah. Yeah. So what did you draw there? What is it? Hey, uh, so did you uh, call for net neutrality? Like, did you call the FCC and leave a message? Or are you for net neutrality? Are you for or against net neutrality? Are you against it? Yes or no? So I did spaghetti. She's for spaghetti. So against net neutrality, but for spaghetti? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Spaghetti it is. So make sure to call the FCC and tell them about the spaghetti. And uh, yeah, hey, did you hear Disney bought Fox Zozobos? Like a big chunk of it? it? For like $56 right. billion. Dollars. I know that, but did you hear about Disney? What do you think of that? But what do you think of the merger with Disney and Fox? Disney grapes. I know, but I'm talking about Disney, not grapes. What do you think about the merger? Think it's good? It's dangerous. It's doo-doo? No. Oh, okay. Well, she doesn't believe in that. She thinks it's doo-doo. Hey, uh, another thing, Roy Moore, that, that the guy from Alabama, he lost. He's a guy who was running for senator who did some very bad Allegedly, they say, but I probably just There's know seeing him. Well, he he did some stuff that I'm not going to say that they said he did. And a Democrat won in Alabama, probably the most red state ever, and he did that. Do you, what do you think about that? It was a slim margin, but you think Roy Moore should have lost? <laughs> yes or no? No. No? You were for Roy Moore? Listen, ma'am, I, I don't like how you're for Roy Moore and you're against net neutrality, and you know I don't know what you're watching. I mean, it, you, you watch a lot of Breitbart, don't you? You a lot of a lot of Breitbart. Is that what you watch? A lot of Infowars. Oh, oh, just from your phone. So you just watch social media. 
And I'll get out, get out of the house is what you're telling me. So just because we don't agree, hey, you're my daughter, okay? You're only two. I'm not going to get out of the house. All right? Can you calm down now, ma'am? Thank you. I appreciate it. Jeez. Go draw some spaghetti. Hmm? Go pet a kitty cat or something. Yeah. Kitty cat right there. She has cats all over her. T-shirts and her pants. Everybody always buys her kitty cats. Does she? I said, I kitty cat. Yeah, it's a kitty cat. Kitty cat. You're a kitty cat. Kitty cat. So I got some shows coming up this uh, Friday, which is tomorrow. I will be in New Braunfels. Uh, so come check me out, New Braunfels. Where? I don't know. Uh, but I will be there. No, it's at the blah 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 hotel. It's at a hotel. It's at a hotel. Okay, I'm just going to a hotel. And there's, a, there's a guy who invited me to his room, and I'm going to do jokes for 120 bucks. But that's all I'm doing, just jokes. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, check, check it out on Facebook, and you can see where the show is at. And if you're in San Antonio, if you don't want to go check that show out and you don't want to leave San Antonio, a friend of mine, Travis Reyes, is actually shooting or recording his album at the Blind Tiger, which I'll be recording mine on February 9th. Uh, 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 12 o'clock. But, yeah, he'll be there uh, doing a 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock recording for Comedia Go-Go. So you can go check him out if we can't go to the Braunfels show. Also coming up next week, I'll be at uh, I'll be featuring for Anthony Torino at the Improv Comedy Club. And then at the end of the year, I'll be in Victoria, Texas. So those are the shows I got coming up for the rest of the year. Isaiah! Those are the shows I got coming up for the rest robot. of your season. I know, robot. I know. You've been yelling at me, robot and spaghetti and everything else this whole time. Yeah, she talks a lot, doesn't she? Come here, Isaiah. I guess I'm calling you. Come here. Also, the last week of January, uh, be doing that show at the um, uh, Drafts House, the one in at the North Park. Come here. You got any shows coming up or anything that you want to plug? Um, I I I haven't. I can have it. Hey, give me that song. Hey, hey, calm so down. She was playing with it. I was playing with it too. It's all right. This is mine. So, did you want to have anything to plug? Yeah. No. No. Okay. You want to say bye to everybody? Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. This is a bozo. At the end of the at the end of the, Blair and the Bear ended. Uh, so thank you all for everybody who watched it, um, put that last episode on Friday, but there's going to be not this Thursday, not today, but next Thursday, <coughs> excuse me. I'm going to be putting out another one called Santa's Merry Christmas. So check that out. New cartoon. It's going to be a short cartoon, just a one off for Christmas, but check out, uh, Santa's Merry Christmas and the next year also doing changing it for funny man. Comedy, comedy works at FMCW studios. So Got a lot of stuff coming happening next year. Man, my throat is itchy as fuck. <coughs> oh, I shouldn't say the F word. I just said the F word in front of my child. I'm a bad parent. Go ahead and judge me. Whatever. I don't care. Um, yeah. I want to thank you guys for listening too to Daddy No. Uh, I appreciate it. Daddy No. Daddy No. Hey, you like podcasting with Daddy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've been podcasting. Like, I think the first time you're on a, on the podcast, Zozo, you're like four or five months old. And you just went, blah. You didn't say anything. That's crazy. Just keep going, right? Imagine 20 years from now. 
Like, this is a thing I just do with my kids. That's the goal. What? It's just to keep doing this with my kids. And it's not even like a, it's it's a side documenting, uh, um, my uh, you know, comedy career. But it's mainly, be, hey, get the pen out of your mouth. Get the pen out of your mouth. Don't do that. Don't know. Don't put that in your mouth. But it's mostly about me being a a, a father. And uh, I'm glad. I'm glad I started. I wish I would have started on day one. But I didn't. I started day 10 recording about being a stay-at-home father. So I want to thank everybody who listens to it. And it, I think I think if any stay-at-home fathers do listen to this, it's more of uh, learning on how, on, on how not to talk to your children. Don't do that. You're going to stab yourself. What's wrong with you? That hurts. Why would you do that? It's a pen, mama. She's like trying to shove the pen in her chest. What are you, a vampire? Hmm? Trying to shove the stake through your heart? Yeah. You're not a vampire. No, you're not a vampire. You don't even know what a vampire... Get the pen out of your mouth. No. Yes. I don't like that you keep telling me no. Or stop it. Stop. No. Pen down. You do that again, I'm taking them away. I know you do, but you can't... You're going to hurt yourself. Daddy doesn't want you to hurt yourself, okay? All right. Love you. Huh? Thank you. Little crazy girl. Yes. Anyway, so we're going to keep doing this. The Daddy New Podcast. But thank you all for listening to another episode. Appreciate it. Tune in next week for episode number 87. And uh, y'all have a good one. Deuce. Say bye, Zozo. Bye. Bump-o's, spaghetti-o's, da 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 da